economic health of this nation has there are been. Four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Three. in the dollar. It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? I'm Troy Harmon. You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio. I'm here with uh, Jarrett McKenzie. Yes, sir. Glad to be back. Who is, who is uh, an old, faithful, you know, long time. <laughs> Me and Jarrett like to go back and forth. He's uh, Oh, yeah. He's not the king of Paulding County, but he has aspirations to be at some point in time. I'm trying, man. There you go. Maybe one, uh, maybe one day. Yeah. There you go. And the voice you just heard, that's a, a new voice to our show. Um, been around Hensler Financial for a little while, but it's Logan Daniel. Logan and Jarrett both have the uh, CFP designation. What do you call it? You're all certificates? That's is right. That the way it is? Yeah. That's right. The CFP yeah. board would be proud of you, certificates. Troy. Well, I, know, I mean, I've got a CFA charter behind my name as well mm-hmm. but i am a cfa charter holder so every one of those you know in the ethics portion of the exam they always make sure that you understand oh, yeah. how you represent yourself you got to reference it properly there you go and uh, jared out. you got a, a it's a certified wealth advisor or wealth That's right. well, strategist. strategist yeah strategist how about Great that old canon financial out in athens there you go so <clears throat> it's a good group good designation and uh it's helpful it's been there even though some may think otherwise. Some? Sure. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, Jared, I'm going to give I'm you grief. I, I wouldn't care if you had a Ph.D. behind your name. You're still Jarrett to oh, me. Oh, if that were the case, it'd be Dr. Jarrett. Uh, well, okay. of course it wouldn't. You look kind of like Dr. Evil, i got to tell you, uh, especially uh, you when know. you put your finger, your pinky finger up to the edge of your mouth like that. That's <laughs> but, right. Uh, you got the same haircut. Oh, Y'all do stuff. have a very similar haircut. Your head, I think, is probably about two centimeters wider in diameter. Mm, I would hope two? so. It just two Something centimeters? to be proud of. You know, I don't want him out really doing it. I, well, I, I don't think very many do. Uh, anyway, uh, Logan, you have another designation. Let's talk about that real quick. C- CRPC. All right, so, the, so you got to educate me. What does that mean? The Chartered Retirement Planning Counselor. Yeah. Wow. He's a retirement so planning specialist. College man. of Financial Planning. If you're getting ready to retire, this is our guy. That's right. Well, he's one of our guys. Yeah. We got yeah. we have we have several, but this yeah. is the guy. Though. But yeah. you are the That's only we had to get one him on the, the show. CRPC, or is that? Is yeah, that I think I'm the only thing? one um, at Hensler that, with yeah. it. So That's, uh, it's like good I to say, differentiate yourself. That's right. Yeah. All right. Um, well, um, let's talk a little bit about the stock market. I know we talk about ourselves and things that are going on. Probably one of the biggest uh, news events we had this week was the Fed came out and talked about what they're going to do to manage our economy. Uh, they've got a, a dual mandate, make sure inflation stays in check and make sure employment uh, stays um, reasonable. We've got in, unemployment at about 3.8%. Um, but the Fed came out this week and they basically told us that uh, they got this. They're not looking uh, to, to raise interest rates anymore anytime soon. If you look at what the options implied probabilities are from Tuesday through Thursday, if you look at the two, we saw significant changes in economic um, data, I guess. Uh, you know, some of it's based on performance of the economy over the last month or six months or whatever it might be. Sure. Um, but uh, in, in this case, the options implied probabilities of a rate 
increase over the next through January of 2020 went from 0.7, 0.8%, which is very low. It's nowhere close to the 50-plus uh, that we usually look for just to determine whether or not, uh, you know, economic conditions are strengthening, which is the cover under which the Fed would raise interest rates to keep inflation in check. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went from there and having a possibility of a cut in January of 2020 at about 33% to having 0% chance based on the options market uh, of an increase in rates and a 48.5% probability or thereabouts of a decrease of a cut in interest rates in January of 2020. What does that tell you, Jared? That tells you that instead of the future looking absolutely bright and, you know, we're going to show economic growth and worry about inflation increasing, which is when we see inflation increase. Sure. You know, when times are good, there's growth. You know, we have uh, the Fed has to keep prices in check. So that's the reason that they would raise interest rates. Mm -hmm. So we go from there to a situation where uh, at least the options market worries that we might see a cut in interest rates, which would be well, is that accommodative? It would be it would try to boost growth. Right. But, but now the Fed didn't say that. I, you know, what the Fed said was they're going to uh, start paring back on what I've been calling quantitative tightening. Um, they're not going to keep trying to adjust their balance sheet, which got to four point four trillion started in our in uh, 2008 before our last downturn or, you know, maybe subsequent to it at about eight hundred billion dollars on the balance sheet. Through that crisis and into last year, really last, it was 2016, October, when they started trying to roll this stuff back, uh, we went to $4.4 trillion on the balance sheet, meaning that they had bought so many assets under quantitative easing that was aimed at trying to lower our interest rates on the, the long end of the yield curve that uh, they had, they had uh, used cash to bring those assets in, and, and it had a, an effect of, you know, when you got a buyer, demand's high, mm-hmm. uh, prices go up, interest mm-hmm. rates go down. And uh, and that's what they were trying to manage there. So, well, so I, I think you're, I mean, I, I would agree with, you know, the, at least that's what the perception is of what the Fed had indicated through, through you know, what they did this week. But right. is that also maybe because they feel like inflation's in check? And, it is. You know, I, we don't. If if they continue to raise it, or at least don't say that they're they're more likely to do the opposite, that they don't want to send us into a a, a downturn. I mean, last year it seemed like as they were raising them, it was just really hurting things, and a lot of people were arguing that, you know, that had a lot to do with there at the end of the year, kind of the big sell-off, and and clearly that was an unjustified sell-off if you look at what's happened year to date. We rebounded hard. Yeah. So we haven't I, quite got back to flush with January or uh, September twentieth. Right, which was uh, the high point. Right. It was the yeah the the all time high mm-hmm. uh, in the financial markets in the S and P 500, you know, as measured by the S and P 500. Um, but if you look at what's happened over the last five days, including the period that we looked um, that that would have included that, we've got a gain in the S and P 500 1.69%. And the way you ought to understand that is, so this is saying that. The Fed's going to be more accommodative. You would expect interest rates to be lower. Uh, it's it's those interest rates that, that drive the cost of capital uh, to some degree for corporations uh, because 
corporations borrow money in the bond market and from banks and various other sources, but when interest rates decline, you have a bigger number. Your, your valuation of your company goes up. So it's not surprising to me to see interest rates decline and the uh, the, the benefit valuation in the stock market mm-hmm. to increase. So 1.69 overall. Uh, if you look a little more granular, information technology uh, is up 4.19 in the last four days, almost 4% on consumer discretionary stocks, and uh, energy is up 2.64. Now, on the far end of that, the bottom end of that, if you will, financials have declined almost 1.5%. And utilities are up, but only a quarter of a percent, so 0.25%. So those uh, companies that are, uh, or industries that are more uh, interest rate sensitive, you've seen struggle a little bit this week, while technology is still the king. Oh, yeah, it has been for a while. It's even year-to-date looks like it's... uh... Well... I mean, of course, there's not any bad numbers on the year-to-date list here. I mean, the lowest performing sector, which is healthcare, is up seven and a quarter percent, and that's yeah. the that's the worst. Yeah, yeah. and we usually talk about 10.6 percent. Utilities are up 10.6 on the year. Uh, big winner, like you said, information technology up 21 and three quarter percent. That's big. You uh, you back it off a little bit, uh, step back and look at the 12-month number. So year-to-date, we're almost three months in, right? Almost a quarter. Um, real estate's the big winner at 21.6. Utilities up 21.5%. The overall market in the last 12 months is up 7.4%. I mean, that's pretty significant. But oh, again, sure. you know, interest rates make a big difference. Now, let's mm-hmm. talk a little more about interest rates. Uh, we have an inversion that seems to be growing, and the more the Fed's talked about what they would do uh, just in, in a two-day span this week, we saw the three the five, the seven-year, all decline in yield by 10 basis points. You get to the 10-year, it was about 10 bips as well, so that's 0.1%. Sounds like a minor move, but if you look now, we have... As the, close as they are. <laughs> we have the three-month, the one-month, I mean the one-month, three-month, six-month, and uh, the one-year all yielding more than the seven-year treasury. That is an inversion. It's not the 10 minus 2 that we look for where the 10-year yield would be uh, lower than the two-year yield. But you know what? Like I said, we're on the way. And with interest rates as low as they are, let's face it, last time we were in this spot, it was about 2006, and uh, interest rates were about 4.5%, you know, thereabouts. It was a very flat yield curve in 06. And and uh, we had um, we had a situation where um, the the ten year did invert, but only by 0.16 percent. So it was very low. Yeah, doesn't take much. And as yeah. low as our interest rates are today, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't have that ten two and still might have a recession. All right, you're listening to Money Talks. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. 
Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.